noise there is around us. Our brains have a tendency to um, get used to this noise and, and blank it out as if it's not there, but it is. It's not a true silence, just a pretend one. Have you ever heard the silence of a deep cave? Thick rock on all sides, no sounds entering, and none heard except from within the cave. That's where Elijah went and went in 2 Kings 19 to hear the Lord. Um, I went hiking on Dartmoor last summer, and we were quite far away from any roads and civilization. And the only thing I could see was moorland forest and rocks. There was a steep dip in the ground, perhaps five or six metres in diameter. And once I entered this dip, I heard something strange. I heard nothing. My ears started to ring. It was a tangible silence, one you can't not notice. It made any small noise I created loud, clear and distinct. Perhaps you've experienced something similar. But why am I talking about silence today? It's because silence is crucial, is a crucial discipline on our Christian journey. And given its verity, it requires special effort and attention. Silence is a guard of the mind as it allows us to listen to God without prejudice or distraction. So why then is it important to practice being silent before Jesus, to practice the silence that allows us to open up and hear his voice? Firstly, it's an act of respect and love to God, showing we care about him. We listen to those that we respect and we listen to those that we love. We don't want to drown out God's love by never listening to him. King David, throughout 1 and 2 Samuel, is really careful to ask God questions and then wait for the answers, listen to him, even when he's on the run from the enemies, from his own enemies. And it's pretty clear that that's the main task. He still listens to God and still diverts his path. He loves and respects God enough to ask and patiently wait. Secondly, Beth, is it okay if you read 1 Kings 19 verses 11 to 13? Sorry, guys. What verse? The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire. The Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? Thanks, Beth. So then, what does that tell us? Tell us that secondly, it allows us to access God's will and voice, his heart, his perspective. All too often, 
accidentally assume we know exactly what God is thinking, cutting him off with our own words. We may say with the best intentions, but sometimes are said without checking in on the one who supposedly said them. Being in silence with God allows him to reach out to us and speak to us. And thirdly, part of the why is the results it brings. We learn about God and know him better, furthering our relationship with him. Through these times, we develop as God works in us to perfect us, clearing our minds to see like him in his love. And teaching us patience. Building patience is essential to our Christian journey, as God often doesn't share our timelines and schedules, as we know. It builds love in us. The theologian Diedrich Bonhoeffer writes, Anyone that thinks this anyone that thinks that his time is too valuable to spend keeping quiet will eventually have no time for God and his brother, but only for himself and for his own follies. Ultimately, it satisfies our hunger with God. It fills us spiritually and develops our relationship with him. Rather than rushing in noisily to the banquet of God's love, eating all we can, as much as we can, it is sometimes better to sit quietly at the table, waiting for God to serve us, for God to give us the perfect set of dishes that we need. So now we're going to move on to some practicalities. As being silent can be really, really hard. With all the distractions going on around us and inside our own heads, it can be quite a struggle, and I certainly struggle with it as well. But it is crucially important. So, it can be useful to find a quiet, still place to come before the Lord in silence. This may be five minutes in the car, a a dedicated room, or somewhere out in nature, or wherever you can. We sit or lay or knee still, with no music or anything at all, quiet our hearts and embrace the silence. The first few minutes of silence are the worst. We become painfully aware of all the noises that were previously invisible to us just a few moments ago. Loud rumbles, pipes in the wall, appliances whirring about, everything. And after these noises, our own thoughts arrive to distract us with things that seem really urgent and seem like they need doing right away. Perhaps chores that need doing or a million other things that seem very urgent right then. It can be helpful to write some of these down if you don't want to forget, or just to let them pass. But it's no use trying to fight these thoughts with their own strength, trying to force them down and away. Instead, we should pray. Pray to Jesus, help me focus on you. Repeating his name over and over. Jesus, Jesus, help me focus on you. After this, we may realise the beauty and the serenity of the silence. But it's now, asked, now it's now time to ask God an open question. What's on your heart, God? What do I need to hear from you? What are you trying to tell me? And then we remain in the silence and listen. We may hear nothing, or and the need of a friend may arise in us, a loving action we should do. At times, maybe even something political or related to social justice may arise. And in which case, rather than making a judgment in that moment on whatever it is, 
We shouldn't presume that we know God's heart in that. We should ask questions. Why does this matter to you, God? What's your perspective? How can I serve you in this situation? From our remaining in the silence, may then come a prayer, some way to serve, or some way to give, or just a renewed awareness of what's important to God. We may discover and know his heart for the drowned trodden, the poor, his compassion for the needy, the eyes which see all through love, his desire for deeper and deeper relationship. We may merely just treasure the sweetness of this one moment with him. The discipline of silence isn't easy, but it is vital in filling us up spiritually, knowing God and transforming us into his likeness. So we are now going to practice this right now together. Um, I understand this may not be an ideal location for some, but luckily, as been said, God is with us here. So, get comfortable. <laughs> Minimise any distractions around you if there are any. Um, I'll, I'll pray to start. And remember, the noises will come and the thoughts may come. But just keep praying. Help me to focus on you, Lord. Repeat his name if needed. Keep doing it. Keep repeating his name. Keep saying, help me focus on you, Lord. And if more noises come and more thoughts about, oh, what am I going to cook for dinner or I've got work tomorrow or anything else, that's natural. Just keep praying. Help me to focus on you. Or whatever words help, repeating his name. And then after that, listening in the silence. Ask God, what's on his heart? What do I need to hear from you? What is God trying to tell us? Or simply ask nothing and get, let God come in. You may also find it helpful to, if you're feeling uncalm, taking slow, deep breaths to calm your mind. Okay, let's begin. Lord, thank you for your love for us. And thank you that you provide us Provide us with disciplines and thing we, things we can do to access you and be transformed in your love. Mm. Thank you for silence, Lord. I pray that we can have it more and more in our lives. And I pray that now your voice comes out and speaks to us, Lord. Lord, I pray that, yeah, I pray that our thoughts go and yours arrive, Lord. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, God. How was that? Yeah, a few moments in silence can seem like a lifetime. Um, there's a long tradition of monastic silence where monks will stay silent for hours and hours and hours on end. Um, I think it'd be useful now to proverbially pass the mic around, as it were. Has anything, one, has anything arisen in anyone that they feel? The need, they feel the need to share.
That's good. We've all learned. We've all learned how to be silent. That's good. Um, silence is being silent with God is something that I've been doing uh, a fair bit lately but um, I was just sitting there reflecting that it reminded me of a a story a while back um, about an old farmer who at some point during the day used to stop his tractor near the village church and he'd go in and he'd just sit in the front pew just sit there in silence and one day he hadn't that the vicar had been watching this and he said to the, the old farmer one day when he was leaving you know what are you doing when you come in every day and the farmer just looked at him and he said well sir he said well he sits here and looks at him and he looks at me and we just tells each other we loves each other and for me this morning that was what it was. I didn't hear anything spectacular. I didn't need to. We just love each other. That's beautiful. Um, when you build a house you dig first you don't build up you dig and I felt that silence was emptying and that he was planting huge like beautiful stones in us as a group but also in our individual lives that will never be taken away they're foundation stones for life I was given the job by Poppy of babysitting for her doll and uh, she said mum take care of that doll and I just felt like the Lord saying to me you can put the doll down now Mel you don't you can stop taking care of people because I'm going to take care of you and if you don't allow me time to take care of you, you'll burn out. Um, I'll pray to close then, and then we can share some fellowship together. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for your love for us. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that you care for us. Thank you for the foundations that you are putting in our lives. Yes, Lord, I pray that we can we can use this discipline of silence whenever we can, Lord. Yeah. Thank you that we can listen to you. Thank you that you have a voice, Lord. Thank you that all we have to do is, is sit down at your table and you'll come and bring what we need, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen.